Get out, demon. No porn for you. This is a porn punishment. You're in porn timeout. You can put some cocaine on it, too. I mean, whatever you want to do. Why the hell am I even talking to you right now? You're not real. You better put a little more whiskey in that, teeth. I don't want to trust you. It's all these weird things happening. Well, if I'm doing it, I'm doing it one-handed. That's going to happen. I've not found somebody who has beaten me on the chug. Ugh. We'll see how porn timeout goes. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. We're playing Call of Cthulhu, set in a homebrew universe, created by our keeper. And we are collaboratively creating the story in the moment. If you like what we do here and would like to support our efforts, a great way to do so is to pick up our module. It is called The Snake's Oil. Is set in season one of this show and features characters and NPCs from that time. Interestingly, if you would like to hear another show performing that, Percentile Vice is doing it. They've uh, released the first two episodes of that. Um, And it's really interesting hearing people do the characters that we created. It's pretty incredible. They're doing a great job. Check it out. You can also support us uh, on Patreon or patreon.com slash under the library. Or you can find both of those things at underthelibrary.com slash support. Also, don't forget to check out our other show. It's called Up Your RPG. And it uh, gives tips and tricks about how you can create more collaborative narrative in your RPGs and get a little bit away from rules. That's Up Your RPG and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. With that, let's get to it. My name's Arthur. I am playing Buddy. We are short two players tonight. Both Scott and Chris are under the weather, not the library. So that means I am joined by Emily as Joe, Rick as Sam, Wayne as Sister B, and as always, by our keeper. That's Michael. He's cracking up. There's shit going on with these people on video and I have no idea what joke I missed it's probably something I said that's stupid Michael (laughs) you're laughing take it away it's all you man go oh boy it's gonna be a silly night all right uh uh, thank you for joining us under the library under the library screwed it up (laughs) what you get for making fun of me horror tabletop role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu universe and as a horror tabletop role-playing game features themes such as bodily horror and blood uh, allusions to cannibalism, at least when Rick's on the show. Uh, allusions to stalking, animal hunting, and harvesting. And anything else is fair game. We just don't know what's going to possibly come up because we are unscripted and live. <laughs> oh, God. And so uh, with that, um, if you feel like that you'll need to take a porn timeout in the next 45 minutes of this episode... Uh, you're probably in the right place. And with that, I'll pass it over to Emily for our last week's recap. Wow, the meaning of that kind of reversed <laughs> once you put it in context. <laughs> yeah, it got even creepier. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so last week at Richard's house, Sam and Pappy bonded over war experiences before Sam left to head back to his farm. On the road, he... Hits Betty Lou with his truck. So he thinks, finds out it's actually a deer. Back at the house, Joe 
is spending the night in Cully's old room, sees an entry appear in her journal, and then has a vision of children working in a mine and spends the rest of the night madly scribbling, trying to recreate that image. Upstairs, Pappy retrieves a leather-bound book that was hidden, the stash with the hobo symbols from his order. There, we spend the night. There's a morning newspaper. And then hopped back to Eddie and Buddy, who spent most of the night traveling to Abiquiu, debriefed a police officer there, and then headed back to the gas station to meet Eddie's boss. And that's where we're at. That was dramatic. That was. <clears throat> All right. So as we start, who wants to get us going? Excellent. <laughs> Perfect timing. I was right there with it. Yeah, you were. I know Sam probably wants to wait because A, he's still trying to figure out his accent, and B, he'd like his character to live as long as possible tonight. Mother, mother, mother. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Okay. <clears throat> so when we left, you with uh, Eddie was getting an earful from uh agent smithson's a tongue lashing if you will smith smithson smith yes and <laughs> who came up with that name was that scott of course it was uh, who, scott okay. who else would come up with that <laughs> that's name that's true yeah all right and it's it's apparent that lana has given some sort of information implicating y'all for stalking her and Eddie is just, you're standing there, buddy, while Agent Smithson is just browbeating Eddie. And his normal kind of snappy talk back is starting to get more and more quiet. Hmm. And uh, this is making you really uncomfortable, right? Because mm -hmm. you've seen Eddie pretty much in this bravado kind of all the time, very like you know, nothing gets him down. Mm -hmm. And uh, as they're arguing back and forth, Agent Smithson looks at Eddie and he says, you don't understand. I'm going to have to arrest you tonight if we can't figure this out. Yikes. And so he and Eddie start, Eddie's immediately though, like, switches back into Eddie mode and starts firing off all the reasons that that they can't do that and y'all are doing the right thing in this investigation. And they start walking off together uh, towards Agent Smithson's car. Mm -hmm. And at this point, buddy, you kind of catch yourself in this moment where you realize you're looking around and that there's pretty much a flurry of activity at this gas station, Right. There's uh, camera flashes going off over the body of that, um, excuse me, very large man that y'all left a bullet in his head. So um, uh, now that he's lying down, is he taller than he was before? <laughs> Didn't you say that he was wider than he was tall? I, I don't 
think I, I don't think I said. Oh, that. I thought he was described as that. I'm sorry. Should, should no. we go back to those scriptures? No, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Really? All right. Okay. <laughs> then, yes, possible. I, I'm sure you didn't he, mean he it was, literally, but it, yeah, you know. he was well, five foot eight and well over three hundred pounds. I do remember yeah. that. He yeah, was I was going to add. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, I guess if he spreads a lot when he lays yeah. down. So, so there's that. The sun is rising at this point. And uh, there's there's also a considerable amount. Remember, y'all called this in, mm-hmm. and she warned y'all that it would go through the army base. And so at this point, there's also a flurry of personnel from the base around this gas station. And in fact, as you're looking around, there's far more army personnel than there are FBI personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it is leading, there's at least, it looks like three or four agents, and there's some tension where they're meeting with higher ranking army officials on here. Mm-hmm. And you, you over here kind of talk about jurisdiction and stuff, and uh, uh, but there's just this flurry of activity. Okay. That set the scene for you pretty well. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Buddy's pretty sad um, because he he feels like he was trying to do something good um, by trying to help Lana, um, and you know he really felt like he was in the right there. Um, and now he he's really just doesn't understand why she would do that or why anyone would do that, not particularly her, um, but why anyone would do that. Um, and you know, he definitely looks up to Eddie, um, and he's just witnessed this dressing down of Eddie. Um, and he knows that Eddie's in trouble. So he's worried about him. Uh, so he's just gonna, he's gonna kind of wander off, um, sort of in the direction of the gas station kind of hoping to get a little lost in the crowd in the in the chaos uh you know kind of hoping that no one notices him and head in the direction that uh he and Eddie were heading the night previous when they were sort of going off into the desert following the footprints uh, sort of assuming that that's going to lead him kind of away from all of the hubbub uh, with kind of, you know, trying not to be too Charlie Brownish, but, uh, you know, because he doesn't want to be obvious. Uh, and since everyone else is sort of keyed up in doing their thing, you know, somebody all hangdog is going to stand out more. Um, but he's still feeling pretty hangdog. So, okay. And, and so as you're making that movement, right, you also notice a large uh, cargo truck pulling mm. into the gas station, army cargo truck. And they're starting to pull stuff out of the the bay doors to the mechanic operations are opening. And there's uh, army personnel moving stuff out of here constantly. And you hear somebody yell, Corporal, get your ass over here. I need some help. And it's over towards the doors that were in the ground. Hmm. Interesting. Um, are they, are they clearly referring to me? No, they're just shouting it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm going to turn and see if anyone's looking at me 
and there there's a head popped up right out of the doors uh from below ground okay and it, he he's looking in your direction oh, okay um then sir yes sir um and head over because you know buddy's a soldier first what are you what are you doing standing around out there oh sorry sir uh, i didn't have specific orders all right, get down here, and we need to move these tanks out. All right, uh, sir. Yes, sir. And so, but and I'll hop down and. Okay, so you descend the stairs, and as you descend the stairs, this is essentially the room that you and Eddie, right, mm-hmm. had barricaded yourselves or tried to enter, and uh, there's. It, it obviously branches off into several rooms from here. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least from what you're looking at, it looks like a storage facility of some time of some kind. And you'll immediately recognize these canisters that are being stored down there as similar to the one that you saw attached to the uh, com- the, the apparatus under the stage. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Yep, yep. Okay. So what what I'm going to do is try to follow, you know, I'm definitely going to follow orders first, but at the same time, I'm trying to look around as I'm doing stuff to try to gather as much information as I can and kind of use this opportunity to see if I can get any clues of any sort. Okay. And while you're doing that, we'll cut over to the house with, uh, or uh, I, I can go either direction, Joe and Sister B or Sam, who's ready to go? Either. Sam looks ready. Okay, since Sam's muted, we'll go with Joe and Sister B then. <laughs> All right. Hey, Rick, actually, I need, uh, Rick, I, could I ask you some technical questions that work into your, like, real-life expertise? Well, maybe they are sister. So if you, if someone finds, I, I guess, you know, dried blood, Usually you put the polyurethane foam into the mold first, and then you want to cover <laughs> it with the silicone afterwards. Yeah, I'm happy to provide any latex or latex product insights you might have. <laughs> Fantalay! How to use them. <laughs> um, and you want to be my latex salesman. All right, go ahead. So, so like, like in crime scenes or just in the world of uh, blood and sample stuff, like if you if someone finds dried blood, how easy it is to test dried blood and match it to a sample that you already have. Like, say you had this- uh, well <clears throat> in 1942. My question is 1940 <laughs> yeah. something. Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, here's the thing, like DNA, right? Like the discovery of the double helix, that wasn't until like the 1950s, right? Yeah. So even if you're just going to go like basic, Blood but type. I don't know if they were doing like chromosome <laughs> comparisons back then, right? Because that's, that's very simple. It's not going to tell you anything. So like blood type would be maybe very basic level. Um, that's what I was thinking. Like, so you can do blood type from dried blood. But when, like, what time frame was that to be able to do that? Because they knew blood types back then. Uh, well, yeah. 
I'm I'm gonna let you know in a moment here, buddy. Yeah, they, they would be able to do that. That was remember the last time we tried to do a blood transfusion on this show? Yeah, went yeah, that really was 1901 great. was blood types. It probably wasn't regularly used until probably you know by then you got like the war going on, and so yeah, they definitely knew yeah. right. We were just mm -hmm. thinking practically. So just yeah, you'd be able forensics. to do some basic basic test right i mean those are some very basic pathology test um mixing studies uh where you can see if it coagulates or not to see if you've got sort of a, a the right blood type so I, I mean i think you'd be able to do that just to say like i don't know on a on a very rudimentary scale is this at least mm -hmm. somebody within a range and i was going to say that and that's the type of thing would that have to go to a fancy lab or is that the type of thing back then like with forensics a simple kit a few few chemicals here and there like how did they make some studies like that? My guess is that's probably more simple. I don't know if you could do it in the field, but I don't think you need to go to like a big, like national major lab site to do it, if that makes sense. Although okay. if you if you have a pentagram and a spoon and six dabs of quail wing, uh, we can work something out. All right. You just have to put a little of Sister B soul on the line for it. <laughs> I, I like where you're going. All right. What what are y'all doing? Well, uh, that's a... okay, Joe. You're exhausted, but you're also wired. Like if you if you took no dose all night long and came out on the other end with something, uh, and you're still you're just shaky and a mess, and your fingers ache, and especially your thumb. I mean, it's just like. I, I, it aches more than all the other fingers and the pain just shoots through it. Um, but you keep wanting to like press into that. Uh, the, your fingers are also stained with, with lead dust, right? Like just kind of all up the palm and you, you keep feeling this compulsion to open up the diary and look at the sketch you drew and make sure it's still there. And every time you look at it, you feel this strange queasiness and you can hear the girl's voice. And I, you said I was scribbling all night. I assumed I was scribbling sketches like. You, yeah, you were, I mean, essentially images from the vision. Yeah. Essentially you were working on think of, uh, almost like a, an obsessively trying to get every detail of her perfect. And so th there's not like a monumental amount of these, uh, but the, the detail and proficiency of them is far beyond anything you've ever expected of yourself. Okay. Well, I probably looking a little bit crazy in the eyes and, uh, bloodshot I'm going to wander upstairs with my journal my yeah, diary that has the picture in it not the journal not the magical journal and just uh, stand at the top of the stairs and look around and get my bearings what do I see you're staring out and first of all make a pal roll I made it. Okay. And uh, you just kind of hold the journal with the picture close. You want to open it, but but you don't. You hold it by your side. And you look out and you see Sister B 
snoozing, I would expect. Right, Sister B? Is that we decided you went to sleep? Sister B's gone quiet on me. Sister B actually Sorry. has gone to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so We're not LARPing, Wayne. Just just <laughs> RPG, buddy. Sorry, I was just uh, reading some information sent by Rick. Okay. Uh, I just want to make sure you were you did sleep last night, right? Oh, good Lord, yes. And I woke up okay. just that one time. Yeah. Okay, I'll stick with Joe for a minute then. And so, Joe, you see her off in the other room asleep. Uh, you see a bedroll on the floor in front of you. Uh, that you would assume would be Pappy's, and uh, I, nobody ever wiped it up, so I assume there's spilled whiskey on the counter, like the island in the middle of the kitchen, and uh, a couple of glasses there as well. <clears throat> I'm going to walk towards Sister B, and I just I want to wake her up. I'll shake her or poke so sister b was uh is is in contemplative note she's actually awake she so she was lying there with head against suitcase and uh so our eyes just open up and she goes yes oh miss joe i i heard you are awake and moving around i'm not uh, sleeping now i was i was just uh, thinking uh thinking big thoughts and uh, i i need need to look around the house a little bit but how are you i i assume joe looks Crazy tired. (laughs) And so then Sister B gathers herself and I was going to say, is it morning and there's light, there's enough light in the house or do we have to use a. It's morning. There was already sunrise when Pappy was reading his. uh, Ah, right. So that's right. And when she woke up, so light. And so she could see, Mm -hmm. says, oh, and she goes, oh, my goodness. And Sister B sits up where she was lying down and and reaches out for your shoulder and says, Miss Joe, you are in a, 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 a very. A state that looks like you're a very, very uh, tired and maybe we not well. We have to find the children. And we have to help them. The children? What, what What children are you talking about? You You knew things you couldn't know, and I know things I couldn't know, and and they're they're starving, and they're <clears throat> I don't know what's happening to them. They're in a cave, and they're working, and they're afraid. Was this uh, some vision you had when uh, the, the the woman who was here uh, last night, uh, you she brought these on upon you? You had visions? Or last night on your own, you had these uh, senses in a dream, perhaps? It's It wasn't a dream. It was real. And then, here, uh, here, I'll show you. This there. This is the girl. And I'll show you the picture that I drew. <laughs> and uh, around the picture, I've written over and over the word bloodstone. Okay, Joe, Joe, make a power roll. Oh boy, you're not going to believe this, but I rolled the same thing twice in a row. I rolled two twenty ones. Wow. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. And uh, Sister B, uh, as you look at, as Joe opens the book and shows Mm -hmm. it to you, you catch that her gaze is unnaturally locked on this image image of just the image itself the drawing yeah and, and sister b it strikes you right like yeah, i mean uh, th- okay. this image is uh, lifelike <clears throat> right like uh, all that's what the, gonna, all that gonna... this all that this you know pencil image of this girl is missing is breath like I, it's okay that's what i was gonna ask just to be clear i'm holding it out but i am not relinquishing the journal 
I am oh, white knuckled. No. Yeah, no, that yeah, that so was just to be. Um, you explained enough. I was going to ask to do an art psychology role because she has good psychology to see the nature of the drawing. If it was or just adjust your drawing, or if it was so detailed that it's coming from deep within, which you just said so. And then the fact that she's grasping onto this thing. Um, and from our experience the night before. Okay. And uh, so Sister B goes, oh, my dear child, I, I, I see that these things are, are true. They are very true. Now, perhaps we should uh, refresh ourselves with some water or any f type of a food we can find here first this morning, gather ourselves, and then we can move on to see what we can do to help these children. This was a very they important thing. They didn't have thing. water and they didn't have food. They didn't have anything. Oh, but we can. So uh, let me stand up. And I, I ask, actually, Sister B, uh, can't get up, but she feigns being extremely um, stiff and needing help. And she asks you for a hand as she gets up. Oh, Miss Joe, could you help me stand up uh, out, of, out of this uh, low, very low bed on floor? I'll close the book and clutch it against me with one arm and mm -hmm. help with the other arm. Okay, and so she pulls herself up and she's, oh, Miss Joe, I thank you. You are a, a very kind and a very strong young person. Thank you. I'm very glad you are here. And says, so uh, we will go to where you think you need to go. But first, I need to go look around this house a bit. And I have to ask you questions. Um, you are here. Where did uh, my brother Richard supposedly uh, meet meet his end? in this house. I, I need to know that. I need to see it. I have not walked around the house yet to look around and inspect. And if I show you, then we can help the children? Uh, absolutely. We would put it right at the top of our list of uh, things to do today after we have refreshments and a little bit to eat. Okay. Then I will just wordlessly turn and walk towards Richard's bedroom. Okay. And Sister B will follow uh, with her suitcase in tow. I remember the the lines are still on the floor marking where the bodies were. Mm -hmm. So uh, as soon as you enter those areas, and there's still there's actually still numbers on the floor to mark the casings uh, for the gun shells. Okay, and so in the in the bedroom, uh, uh, Miss Joe. Now, where in the the bedroom? It, 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 there's a lot of dried blood. Which would be which would be the blood of my 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 beloved brother uh, Richard I I need to know that and and sister B is a seems a little bit uh you know she's like oh and uh if you could be kind who showed me that uh, I need to see that now um well it sprayed oh I see and uh so that is uh, over there where there seems to be much blood that is probably uh what you say is Richard's blood so remember, he was sitting on the bed, so like oh, I, it's going to be... Yeah, oh, no, I, re I, oh, I okay. remember. Yeah, okay. I was just thinking different characters. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Uh, but Sister B, it's going to take a sand roll for you to kind of enter this moment. Well, she doesn't believe it's actually Richard. Oh, okay. Well, then... That's why she's kind of... Hmm. Okay, then we'll yeah. wait on that. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. So I she was says... under the bed, and I couldn't see, but I could hear... You were I think it just went everywhere. You are under the bed when it's all happened. Oh, my goodness, my dear child. And, and once again, she reaches out and he says, you have gone through too, too many things. Uh, 
for anyone to handle it. This is this is this is terrible. We will get you out of this house very very soon. Just let me go over here. So Sister B quickly goes over with her suitcase, um, opens it, uh, so she, you know, just so she can see into it, and reaches in and grabs some of her um, implements, and uh, she takes some of the dried blood to puts it in a little a, a little case. Okay, and then as you do that, we'll cut to the next scene. As you, we'll kind of cut off of you scraping up the the dried blood off the mattress. Okay, Sam, that's you. You can't avoid death forever. Oh, come on now, keeper. You can hey. keep your secrets to yourself. There's that sweet southern sultry voice. Yeah, I'm coming for you. All right. I think Weird. it's the other way around, but okay. Weird. All right. Uh, Sam, you, uh, where your times aren't parallel here, and you're pulling up to the home in the wee hours of the morning. It's still dark out. Uh, the front of your car is busted and steaming, and you have this dead deer in the back of the truck hanging out. And and you're bloody as well. Remember, you're kind of gashed across the bridge of the nose. You have blood streaming down on both sides of the uh, of your face. It's you probably it. yeah. It's probably stopped by now. Mm-hmm. Unless I got some sort of bleeding condition. But if you want to lay that on me, keeper, be my guest. You could put some and... cocaine on it too. I mean, whatever you want to do. All right. So I'll uh, I'll I'll slide on out of the car. And I'm moving my way back down to the uh, the trailer there, or the trunk, or the bed, the bed, the bed, uh, and uh, the bed. And I'll uh, take out that carcass, and I'll I'll, I'll find a, H- a hang place on before you take out that carcass. Can you make a pal roll? Oh, I really oh, wanted you? to make a joke because it sounded like caucus. My caucus. No. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess that. I yeah. just meant. Like, I just made it. Regular success. Well, 58 not, out of 60. That's not quite what you needed, but okay. Oh, no. And so you grab the deer by the horns, ostensibly you're going to, or by the antlers, ostensibly you're going to drag it out of the truck. And yep. uh, you look back down and you have Betty Lou by the ears. Oh. <gasps> Well, now, uh, how modest. Now, is she is she alive? Like, how is she facing away or towards me? Or what? Describe oh this God. keeper as I'm looking down. Well, actually, so her her belly is down in the bed of the truck. And oh, I her, see. How her head this? is twisted backwards. Yeah, and you're well. holding her by the ears, and she says to you. Now, why don't you want to talk to me? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 my, my, my. Well, I suppose my, um, uh, I guess I would probably drop the head just without any, <laughs> without any care. And my guess is that would probably just hit the bed of the truck unless she's able to keep it up, which would be even creepier. I'd like the idea that you dragged it a little bit, and so when you drop the head, the, <laughs> it goes, it flops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hanging down, uh, upside down, oh. and yeah, yeah. and yeah. talking up to you. Does it does it unscrew when it's in free fall like that, or 
No, no, it's attached to the body. The neck's just broken. I I, I know, but I'm saying when it's hanging, does the head <laughs> unscrew? It rotate like back to, to its normal. Does it rotate around? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just laying there. It's there. It's there. Okay, there. good. I won't belabor. I won't belabor this. Uh, and I was, and I and I and I was sort of sputter for a second. <laughs> this ain't. This ain't you, better Lou. This is my. It's just getting too late. Oh my. Shit. You seem scared of me. Well, right what? now, I think I have the right of mind to be pretty darn scared of you. If it's you, but I don't think it's you. I think you're a deer, and I think I've been up far too late. And uh, and and then she says, "But you didn't." want to talk to me at the house now why was that you were looking for gloves because you didn't want to touch me of course see i got a, I got an eye and i see uh you touching a uh, sister and you touching uh, uh joe and they got a little bit of a pole upon them right right afterwards uh a look about them as you start talking and chitter chattering and i don't like that i think you got some sort of some sort of way about you why the hell am I even talking to you right now? You're not real. Jesus okay. Christ, Sam. Get, wake up. God and as you say it. that, make a sand roll. Uh, 19. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. And Sam stiff in the war. Yeah. Okay. Is that a regular success? On my sanity? Yeah. Isn't sanity just a yay or nay? No, no, sanity's not a yay or a nay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Right? Are you messing with me right now? It's, it's like on? luck. It's it's, it's like not luck. luck. It's not like luck. But it's like it is like luck. You don't you don't have a you don't have a hard success. I don't have a broken a, down. Yeah. There's no it scale is, on uh, yeah. sanity. Oh, okay. Right. Who's the keeper Nina, here? Nina. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> really? Why 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 are you protecting Rick? <laughs> Art, why are you protecting I'm Rick? I'm not protecting R. Rick. R. Keeper, I'm make, protecting the sanctity R. of the Keeper, game. Make an <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we ruined that a long time ago. Let's just, okay. All, All right. Keeper, go ahead and roll I, a uh, intelligence roll for me right I got now. that out with a straight face, though. <laughs> wow, does Sam really not want to get out of this alive? We'll see what happens. Oh, my God. You better put a little more whiskey in that tea for what's coming. Oh boy! All right, so all right, you have this moment where you talk to yourself. Go ahead, I'll let you. You have the narrative for the moment. Sam, get get a hold of yourself. This ain't real. This is just like you're you're seeing you're seeing things. Just like why don't you think I'm real? Yeah, you shut your mouth there. You're not really talking, dear. Good lord! And I'll and I'm gonna just like close my eyes and move forward and sort of just try and grab to see like is it does it feel like fur? Do I hit antlers? Oh, wonderful. You might need another sanity roll. <laughs> yeah, You're give me one more. just closing your eyes and Give touching. me one more. I wasn't expecting that. Give me one more. Oh, shit. A nine. A nine. Oh, my God. For real? Oh, for real. Oh, for real. Sam is used to all the viscera. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. It... Then in that moment, fine, fine, Sam, you grab it. <laughs> 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 you, 
you, you uh, grab it and you you hit antlers and in fact one of the smaller antlers that's what kind of drives you back into the moment the antler uh drills into the palm of your hand and it creates enough pain that uh you, you realize you're holding on to antlers and you're you're shaking the deer's head you're actually banging it kind of against the back of the truck um saying it's real yeah. it's real it's real anyway go ahead Damn, then out comes deer. your kid. There we go. Uh, and I'll little take my Amos. service. I'll take my service Amos. knife out. <laughs> little Amos. And uh, I'll take my service knife out. And I'm just going to try to start like, I want to get this head off. I, I do not need this attached. I need to just separate this so I can properly handle this body and start letting the blood uh, uh, drain so it doesn't taint the meat. <laughs> All right, and so we have this image of Sam in the moonlight decapitating the deer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and it's still a deer. Or are we in cannibalism again? Well, with that nine, I guess I can't really... <clears throat> yeah, yeah. All right, it's uh, fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll think of yeah. a different... I'll make him roll on a different table next time. Yeah, you try that. <clears throat> wow. I'll make you... I'll make you roll psychoanalysis. I bet you don't have that. I do, actually, because I was in the war. No, I don't. I don't have psychoanalysis. <laughs> I was about to say. I, I... All right. So after you cut off the head of the, the deer, we're going to cut over to Buddy. And Buddy, you're, you've been hauling these tanks in and out and uh, to the truck right and mm -hmm. you're loading them up to the truck and pretty much you're in uniform and, and nobody's noticed and every time you go back down there you're able to assess what's what's down there a little bit more um there was one of the tanks th that's left y'all probably pulled out at this point let's call it five or six tanks one of them is attached to some sort of apparatus that looks vaguely similar to the one you saw underneath the stage. And uh, beyond that, uh, th there's not a whole lot going on except uh, for strange kind of carvings in the walls in places. And uh, there, there was some uh, make a spot hidden roll. Okay, uh, I did have a question for you as I'm doing this stuff. Yeah. Um, and, wow, it's a 96 for my spot hit and roll. I guess we should do God that for- bless you, buddy. God bless you. <laughs> uh, you sure you did, you want to ask your question? No, I, I, I don't want to ask my question yet. I, I, want, <laughs> I want my question completely separate from this 96. <laughs> <laughs> I want there to be distance between these two things. I, I got. I got to tell you, this ninety-six, like nothing's about to be the same. So if you if you oh, want to do anything, so should I have done? You, all right. So it, you had said that I was walking tanks back and forth, right? Taking mm -hmm. tanks out. Yeah. Um, I I would have been doing two things. One, seeing if any of the tanks were heavier than any other tanks, and before I I find one, I'm trying to look and see if there is some sort of a place that I could hide one of those tanks and come back for it later. Uh, make a stealth roll. Okay. 
we might just feed your old little 96 right into this. See, that's why I wanted those two things to be separate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that, but um I don't know what my stealth is. Uh, I'm guessing it's not that good though. Uh, no. do, 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 I, and actually no. since you're in since you're in uniform, you can do it with advantage. Oh. Yeah. Nope. Two fails. Okay. All right. So what what happens is is you, you're kind of looking down the they've busted open the door that you and Buddy had barricaded, right? Uh they've okay. they've taken that apart. So now mm -hmm. you can see into under the mechanics bay from where you are as well. Mm -hmm. And uh there are as I've said, there's some hallways and uh, kind of around the main stairs that look like there's other places behind this. And you you notice as you're kind of going back and forth that there's at least there there were at least two, possibly three different colors of sand on the ground. Hmm. But those have been kicked around by less observant uh people moving tanks with y'all and other other investigators mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and so you drag this tank into the back room it's one of the heavier ones mm -hmm. and you're headed into the back room and you, you, you know as you as you're carrying it you're kicking more of this dirt but they've they've hung some uh, uh they've actually activated those lights that you and buddy ran in or that you and eddie ran into it was mm -hmm. like a, a wall of lights, essentially, oh, right, right. blinded y'all. Yep. Yep. Um, but they found those were far too bright, so they cut those off, and they've hung some of their own kind of battery-operated lanterns that have illuminated this hallway. And since you're in uniform with this tank, nobody's really noticing you, mm -hmm. and you're walking it further and further back. And uh, kind of unlike Buddy, he's probably about... 30 feet behind the stairwell at this point, right? It just seems like a long hallway. Mm -hmm. And as he as he arrives at the end of the hallway, there's another carved out room. And I would assume you'd have your own light, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so you shine your light in there to to put this this tank in. And when you shine the light, there's an area of the wall that the light doesn't reflect off of. Hmm. Does that make sense? I mean, no, but yes. <laughs> it almost seems like when you point your light at that wall, and it's the wall directly across from you. So mm -hmm. it should be about 10, 15 feet in front of you. Mm -hmm. As you shine your light, uh, it, the light just disappears into it. It's hmm. like a void that sucks in the light. Mm -hmm. And your hairs stand up like they crawl, like your skin. Uh, we use the mm. age old. Your skin just crawls, mm -hmm. right? Which for Buddy, he's not, I, he doesn't strike me as superstitious at least or anything like that. No. I mean, he's, he's a comic book reader, so um, yeah, you know, definitely has an imagination. And in this moment, he feels the the this area sucking the energy out of his flashlight 
into the wall. Hmm. And he actually imagines the light moving in a waveform into the wall. Make a sand roll on this. Oh, boy. Ah, I made it. Okay. And uh, you only take one point of damage then as you stand there. And there seems to be a voice on the other side of it, but it's not coherent. There's there's no words there, but you just feel that there's a voice there. Okay. And we'll cut over to Sister B collecting blood samples off the mattress. Scrape, scrape, scrape. Okay. And you're with Joe, who's just like a frenzy of uh, the best, you know, of like post-caffeination is the best way to describe her. She's very (laughs) jittery (laughs) and looking around the room and paranoid about her journal. Right. Mm -hmm. She's holding that close constantly. Yeah. And and I think it would probably, though, Joe, uh, the paranoia would be enough to be like, you know, you'd probably question Sister B to some degree. Mm-hmm. And Sister B, uh, she oriented herself so she's doing this so she could see Joe, just to keep an eye on her. And if she's agitated, says, "Oh, Joe, if this uh, room is too brings back too too much for you, why don't you go wait in kitchen? I will be down in just a moment." This is taking a long time. This is taking too long. Oh, I have to be very careful, but I will be done in in just what just a moment or two. And, What's bloodstone? Uh, are you asking Sister B? Yes. What's what is Bloodstone? Would uh, Keeper would uh, Sister B know Bloodstone? Is it a place? You know what? Make a which one would that be? A knowledge roll, right? Uh, edu. Yeah. Make an edu roll. This is this is purely on your edu. Mm. Have you run across it? <laughs> Missed it by just a little bit. Like a little bit. You want to burn some luck. Little bit? No, I don't have that much luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And did you miss it clue. entirely? Yeah, by seven. Oh, okay. All right. Then uh, you're going to be like, you're. It's just odd. Maybe faintly familiar, but that's that's it best. But this is because no, I Bloodstone is place. I do not know, but uh, it's a place. Well, actually, I guess it sounded like a place when you said it. You know, sure, I, I, you We're, could run. You could run with that. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I sh- uh, yeah, Miss B- Sister B would just know. And it says, um, yes, the, the, it sounds like a place name. But uh, Joe, we will go to uh, a that's local. That's where the kids are. The kids are in Bloodstone. Oh, this that's place. where they are. Then Joe, let me finish up. And so Sister B finishes up, and she goes, Joe, we will go to uh, the local library, and they will have information. They will have a local map, and we could look and find Bloodstone. We Can will I see just it. ask the keeper? Uh, would I know if there was an atlas or a map or a anything in the house? Something Cully had, or something Richard had? Oh, uh, you don't even have to roll on this. Richard would fully have an atlas somewhere in there. What you have to roll on luck for is if it's been boxed up or not. Okay. Yeah, I'll so roll on I'll, that. Yeah. And Sister B, I only cut you off because if there is one, I would have already tried to just leave the room. You, I wouldn't you, be listening. You, you know what, Joe? I'm going to give you this. What's better, your spot hidden or your luck? 
Well, that's a good question. Um, my spot hidden. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> uh, that is a regular success. Perfect. Okay. You remember that one of the things that Cully showed you uh, that was just really cool to him, because remember, Cully wanted to see the world. That was a big mm -hmm. part for yeah, Cully. Yeah, absolutely. And he he showed you Richard's atlas of the he there were two there was a world atlas and then there was an atlas of the United States and Cully showed you the world atlas because he talked about wanting to travel the world but you remember both where they were in Richard's office okay so without a word to sister B other than they're in bloodstone they're in bloodstone uh, I'm going mm -hmm. to turn around and head for his office Okay. Okay. And then Sister B will, you know, she's like, oh, Joe. And then, says, and then after, you know, all these ideas, and maybe she sussed it out or not, but she's, she uh, finishes up what she's doing and collecting her sample. Okay. All right. And so as Joe heads off to find the Atlas and Sister B finishes collecting her sample, we will go to a break. All right. Sounds good. We will take a short break and see everybody in five, 10 minutes. We are back from break. Michael, take it away. All right. At least I have my voice now. Okay. So, Sam. Yes. Uh, anything <clears throat> you need to finish here at the truck or you want to just jump on ahead? Well, I mean, I have a head with me, but I suppose I can leave that there and then jump on another head if you'd like me to. <sighs> All right. Uh, so, a bloodied and exhausted sam went to bed that night and uh what's what's the wifey's name i can't remember my wife you don't remember my wife cheryl and my son you know my son amos yeah all right so cheryl you wake up the next morning with cheryl grabbing you and say, not in the good way and saying Damn. oh my god oh my god sam sam are you all right are you all right? God damn it, Cheryl. God, stop, stop, stop hollering. It's far too early for that. I, I, I did not get much sleep. What's going on? Wait, wait, what's the commotion there? And she rears back and just slaps the absolute fuck out of you. Well, I, I'm sure I deserved it, but please portend why you went ahead and slapped me, Cheryl. Sam, yes, have you yes. seen yourself? Well, I suppose I, I just was too, too blum-tuckered out last night, and maybe I just slumped in a bed. I'm guessing I look pretty pretty much a wreck. And she just gets up and gets out of bed and uh, heads, into the, heads into the kitchen. <sighs> Damn it. All right, and so I'll. I'll, I'll and get you, on that. you, you, you reach up, and your hands are clean. <clears throat> you at least washed your hands, but not yeah. very carefully. Mm -hmm. And there is there's dried blood all down your like forearms. And as you reach up, uh, you can feel the dried blood on your face from your nose, and uh, you're, you're you can you can feel the kind of bruising. And soreness, and you're guessing that probably both of your eyes, you have two black eyes. No oh boy. And I'll just 
I'm going to close my eyes for a moment and just ah, sigh. And then I open them and I look down at the sheets. How do the sheets look? And, uh, you know, there's like, there's, there's blood stains here and there on the sheets. And your, your cheek, your, the side of your cheek stings now from where Cheryl uh, let one loose on you. Yeah. And I look at the pillow. Does it have that sort of like, that like uh, shroud of Turin? appearance with sort of the like outline of blood on it uh probably not too much most of it would have dried on your face and okay. stopped bleeding in the car ride so there's actually no, the, the, the sheets aren't too mussed up but uh yeah. <clears throat> but i'm sure i'm pretty musty myself so i'll yeah. i'll slip out of bed try and brush off any and you hurt be dried you yeah. you you physically like you hurt sam you know yeah. like bashing your face into the steering wheel uh you're not a spring uh spring warrior anymore uh you feel these things the next morning yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna hobble my way over to the the water closet and um, take a look at myself and see if i can just splash some water on my face and uh see if i can clean myself up so i don't spook little amos i don't need okay. him uh i don't need him i don't need him getting all worked up okay and so are you like you're you're running water and splashing your face, I assume? This is such a loaded question. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to try and not to get knowing what I know about weird contamination or weird stuff. I'm going to try not to get anything into my mucous membranes of my eyes and not. God, I have you that anything. paranoid. I'm doing a good job. Uh, make, right. a, make a make a make <clears throat> a pal roll as you wash your face. Okay, that's a 56, and mine's a 60. Okay. And so as you look up into the mirror, and yep. you expect to see your face dripping oh, with dried blood don't, and don't water. I know what you're going to do. You say it's Betty Lou, I swear <laughs> to God. She's there in the mirror. Oh, my fucking Lord. Get out, <laughs> demon. And I will... <laughs> I will... I just start yelling at the mirror and I'll just get like a, I just sort of smear what I can on front of it. If I got shaving cream or, or my own, like, I don't know, blood. I just want to cover it up. I don't need to see this. God, God damn. I, well, I well, well, wait really a minute. Wait a minute. Head. You don't have <laughs> shaving cream handy because that's not a thing in the forties. Uh, yeah. Nope. No, it's soap in a little dish with a little brush that takes some time. And I'm guessing by Sam's disposition, shaving was not a priority. That's a fair point. And uh, so what What else? What are you going to do to this mirror to get rid of Betty Lou? Oh, and well, Hold on. It's, I'm thinking like a modern mirror. No, it's probably offset from the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to just take a towel. Uh, you know, that makes the most sense and just drape it over it carefully. Oh, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to break the mirror and get even more in the shit house, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna just drape it. I was trying to get him to go Martin Sheen Apocalypse now, but it's okay. All right, so you put a towel over the mirror, you finish washing your face up, and uh, you go in to see Amos and Cheryl. And the tension from Cheryl is palpable at this point. You've been gone. You've been gone for days. You showed up bloodied in the middle of the morning I, th there's there's so much tension there already and you can feel it walking into the kitchen 
I'm, I got no words, Cheryl, and I'm sorry. I, my way back last. How night, you want your eggs? I'll take a, I'll take a just a, just a fried egg. And uh, you hear a sizzle, right? As she flips the eggs over, she already knew what you wanted. She's flipping them and frying them, and uh, she grabs a plate. The clang of the plate as it kind of comes out of the cupboard and slams on the counter and uh, uh, another brief sizzle as she pulls the eggs off and there's just a hand with a plate of fried eggs mm. out for you. And I'll, I'll, I'll take it carefully and I'll say there's, there's a lot of goings on in town, Cheryl. I, and then a deer jumped out on my way back last night. A lot of goings ons. What do you think about right here? What do you think's going on here? Yeah, it's well, it's it's a lot of trouble that I'm causing. I'm sorry, Cheryl. What do you got for me? But sorries, it's all you show up with, bloody and sorries, <laughs> and, and and I don't even know. You're not even going to show up one night. Well, you don't. Yeah. You don't show up. You don't show up for nights, and then you show up and you're bloodied. And all, all, all I know is, I worried less about you during the war. I. You, you may not see it, but this, this this town is in trouble. This country's in trouble, Cheryl. We're it's, in trouble. It's, it's crazy it's my, talk. It's not crazy talk, Yeah, Cheryl. we're in trouble. This marriage is in trouble. <laughs> and I look at Amos and I, and I say, pucker up, Amos. I, I don't, it's, it's going to be okay. Oh, why don't you, why don't you head on into the, living room your mom and i need to just talk it's just and he has a little metal airplane he like kind of flies off into the next room with there you go so share i there's something going on at the base joe got freaked out and uh i went out to visit her uh some some joe happened. got freaked out what about me sam what about me well, she, I've been freaked a, out for nights. I didn't even know where you were. Where were you? I was on my way back. And uh From where? I don't even know where you were. From Abiquue. I was visiting Joe. I told you Abiquiu, on my way out. Joe? I was a bringing dinner. Year old I, I, girl? Yeah, I told you, Cher. I was bringing some of our meat out so I could uh, help her out and her company. I just feel bad. I'm indebted to the girl. She's she's been through quite a lot. Just, what about uh, me? Indebted to that girl for what? What did she ever do for you? She she lost her parents and then all all friends and 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 anything she knows in this world. She's just uh she's troubled. She's a troubled soul. I, I identify with that. And, and um, make well, a she some... make a persuade role. Oh boy. Ooh. No, that was almost a zero zero. Hold on, a hundred would be good. No, it was almost like a six. I think it's now a sixty-six. Let me see what I got. Oh God, yeah, no, I don't have persuade uh much at all. So no, that's I don't make that. Mm -mm. Okay, keep going then. Keep yeah, digging. All right. Yeah, keep going. I say I was on my way back, and then she her, there was some sort of rush in in town, which raised my eyebrows because I haven't seen them since I was on the. I was on the Western Front, and uh, 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 I'd heard about them and their escapades, and that seemed that seemed quite peculiar. What about the pigs? What about the pigs here? What about the cows? 
you're going on about this stuff and these things and nothing I've ever seen. Nothing. I was on my way back and then what? The alarms, the alarms went off. The, dog. the alarms, the alarms. Yeah. And then I'm then after they came the alarms off, came... are going off in your home, Sam. Yeah, I suppose the call is coming from inside the house. I, I, you're right, Cheryl. I've, I've been absent-minded, and I've been focused on bigger things. And not So are you going to be here tomorrow? I will be here. You're going to be here? I will be here, Cheryl. I'll, I'll, I'll believe that when I see it. I'll be here, Cheryl. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm going to head out, and I'm going to check on the cows now. And Oh, you're going to oh, head out. Oh, shit. Now I got to take a look at the truck. All right. And then we'll cut over to Buddy uh, shining his light into the back wall. Ooh, that was intense. I had to eat a circus peanut to calm down there. Um, so shining my light on the wall, seeing waves, and the light appears to be just getting sucked into that far side of the wall. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that I'm noticing? Is there a temperature change? Is there a smell? Um, you know, anything in the air? It's um, so as you shine your light around from there. Yep. Do I see any footprints the, on the ground? Right. You start to notice there's certainly footprints on the ground, and hmm. there seems to be a, a set of wires running around kind of the the part of the wall that dissolves in and mm. uh, and then those wires run uh to another motor that seems to be running over in the side there okay um so there are footprints that that go to this wire and no light beyond it and appear to continue past it yeah, and did you make your spot hidden? I can't remember. You did, right? From before? Yeah, make a new one. Let's do yeah. that with these footprints. Okay. Let's see what's going on. Uh, yeah, that's a success. Uh, I think it's a normal success. Yeah, normal okay. success. They stop a good three feet before this thing. Mm, the dirt's undisturbed there. Okay. Um, pick up some like a handful of dirt and, and toss it over there. See what happens. Where? Into the into the black hole. Oh, it disappears. Okay, nothing happens before it just goes right in, vanish. Yeah. Huh. Um and nothing else in this room. There's this motor wire. That's it. There's all these symbols painted around the uh, uh around kind of the, the gate there. Or, or the wall. Should, shouldn't have said that. Should not have, have said, said that. that. No, nope, that was the tequila. We're gonna retcon that and go back a few seconds. No, uh, okay. you know, around the wire and kind of that void. Uh, there's all these symbols painted in different colors of dirt that you saw before. Oh, uh, do I recognize any of the symbols? weren't weren't there symbols in the theater somewhere? Oh, there were. That's right. Uh. Since you, the player, actually remembered that, I'll, I'll even give Buddy a little edge on that. Okay. 
You you do. They look very familiar and uh to the ones in the theater and you go back to Actually, hang on. Keeper's got to fix the lore here for a second. They don't look familiar. I'm sorry. They don't look familiar to the ones in the theater. Okay. Final final answer. Okay. Um interesting. But they're weird symbols, so I would kind of equate them even if it's inaccurate, right? Because I'm seeing symbols. Uh, yeah, you know what? Give a, you know what you could do is make an intelligence roll on this and let's see what Eddie makes out of, I mean, Buddy, Buddy. makes out of them. Okay. Sorry. Um, hmm, I missed it by six. No, I'm going to miss it. Okay, and so to Buddy, they aren't the same as the ones in the theater, but they look right. They, there's no distinction there, I guess. I I mm-hmm. should say they look like they could all be part of the same thing. Right. Okay. Okay. And being that I've and that that the pipes were the same, I I think that yes. Buddy would naturally sort of equate these things as there are similar things going on in these two places yes. and uh, okay that would then it and since lana was at the other pl- at the theater and then lana was here and then she switched and sort of you know in, in his the motor mind makes a the motor makes a sputtering sound okay and as the motor sputters your flashlight bounces off the wall and back at you and then it goes into the void again Hmm. Um, is the motor, I want to go look at the motor. Mm-hmm. Is it like a standard motor? Like a, I'm picturing like a little generator. Yeah. Is it something that Buddy's familiar with? Could I find like a kill switch and just turn it off? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I I think that that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's totally reasonable. Okay. I'm going to do that. Actually, well, wait, let's do this. Okay. Just for, just for sure. shits and giggles. Yeah. Make a mechanical repair okay. roll. Sure. Uh, can't go. Oh boy, uh, this is this is not good, people. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> What'd you roll for me, big guy? How high is that number? <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Make a roll, roll says I'm the gonna, keeper. I'm gonna go with 98. Was it? 98? Is it over a hundred? It, it was <laughs> it was not 98. <laughs> was it 99? This is 99. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you don't mind, buddy, I'm going to think how good this goes for you for a minute while we switch over to Joe and Sister B. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Although, because I'm holding it, was it a 69 and it was upside down? And I, well, I thought you... that once I was wrong. If you get your 69 and your 99 confused, buddy, <laughs> there's bigger problems. Hey, wait, but, we're doing this wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Buddy's young and inexperienced and I'm old, so, uh, you know. <laughs> All right, well, Art's trying to figure out his dice. We'll go to Joe and her... Because I Atlas picked it and up Allison. and I turned it, and when I turn it back, 
it's 60 and I'm sort of looking at where I was holding it. I think I think it might have been a 60. I think 60. we got to go uh I think we got to go with the uh, ruling on the ice here. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm fine either way. I think I'm we got to go way. with the ruling on the ice. Right. Wow. That's going to be nasty, buddy. I'm sorry. All right, Joe and Sister B. Uh, Joe, you're looking for the Atlas. Sister B, you finished your samples. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sister B uh, puts puts it puts things back into suitcase, closes up suitcase, and then makes a, a look around the room just to see if there's any curious things or oddities in, uh, about. Uh, okay. Besides things just being packed up and yeah, so I guess make a spot hidden. We'll see what's exciting kind of things behold, and the keeper can make up on the spot here. All right, or if he has to, I'm hoping he doesn't have to. Oh, uh, spot hidden. Uh, regular success. Regular success. I. I don't think then there, there's anything new, right? That you've. Uh, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything from the scene, uh, and y'all can help me out here. Is there anything from the scene in season two when Richard's head explodes that would be pertinent for Sister B to know at this moment that would be new information? Hmm. You know what? I'll give you this, Sister B. Mm-hmm. Back in the corner of the room behind the cabinet, you find a chunk of matter. Ah, Ooh. okay. She, um, Sister B, just in, it takes looks, inspects it, and sees, you know, if it's, you know, what she suspects it is. And she goes, "Oh, it would, in her sense, just make sense that someone died. Matter like that, or is it like Kelpie-like matter, like weird, strange?" It looks. What were you going to say, Rick? Did you want to add something here? uh, Yeah, she'd also find little bits of bone that were embedded in the wooden floor from when. um, Well, those would be. Those would be. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the crinking sound. Yeah, I forgot about the crunching sound. Hmm. Um, Just want to add some flavor. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. So, you know, there's a few bits of bone crushed into the floor and then this like dried kind of it's probably no longer spongy, mm-hmm. but it's just like this little mass that was kind of uh connected to the wall. Okay. So It would she- probably I would say if you're collecting blood samples or, or re- residue of blood samples mm-hmm. this would be something that would intrigue you ah of note okay yeah. then sh- then sister b uh opens up suitcase and uh and goes takes out her her implements and and put the, takes second sample okay and then closes suitcase uh looks about the room and is uh quietly just in, in a you know in in an objective way, inspecting and looking at the, she's she's not emotional about it because it's to her it uh, it is not the place where anyone she knows has died, and uh, she, she turns and uh, goes out and listens, you know. Make a stop. make a sand roll, Joe or uh, Sister B. Sorry, Joe. Ooh. foreshadowing. Yep, got it. Okay, all right, keep going then, Sister B. And so Sister B goes to the door and just calls out, Joe, Joe. 
where have you gone? And she also says to be with her good listening ability, listens for rustling and such like that for someone in the, a quiet house. She should be easy to find. If she doesn't answer. Joe, what do you do? Well, I don't answer, but I had headed for the office okay. to track down the Atlas. All right. And uh, in that, it's right where you remember Cully pulling it mm-hmm. off the shelf, except uh, the Atlas you want is the U.S. World Atlas, not mm-hmm. the... And you start kind of furiously flipping to the index. And... One-handed, because I'm still clutching my journal. Oh, wow. Okay. And so one-handedly clutching the journal and then you've got the atlas open on the floor you flip to the index and you're just like furiously scraping through the bees until you land on bloodstone you turn to that page and uh you find it in it's in south dakota now the thing is though when you get to the page of south dakota it's filled with marginalia uh the city of bloodstone has been circled and the marginalia on the pages most of it you cannot read there's a lot of strange symbols and sets of symbols and um some of it says uh there's there's a few phrases that are legible to you or or in I guess in English that say things like it was here, I think this is it. And then again, like all of these kind of forms and symbols that you don't know that would by our descriptions be arcane. But Obviously, this page was of a lot of importance to Richard. So if I remember correctly, there were some things written in the magical journal that were not in English. Do I recognize is this? I mean, I wouldn't be able to read symbols, obviously, but intelligence rule. Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm rolling well tonight um i don't know what my intelligence is though ah that is an extreme success yeah then absolutely you identify these as the same symbols that are in the mysterious journal show off okay i am going to (laughs) scoop up the atlas in in fact i'm gonna give you a Mm. moment make an occult roll okay Wow. I will never again have a night where I roll this well. Um, a cult. Uh, I'm going to burn a luck and wait, get wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Did you miss it? Uh, by this one. Is, this is one you actually want to miss. Now roll a d6. Oh. But a cult is just a regular like it just 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 oh. trust me i i know it's odd to ask but trust me for a moment joe roll a d6 i don't want to trust you <clears throat> that's oh. a horrible no, thing to ask you, you 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 really should have let her do it <clears throat> i rolled a five okay increase your occult score by five points 
Okay. All right. On that note, we'll go back to Sam. Um, Sam, yeah. (laughs) Sam, do you want to move forward from this, or do you want to stay in the moment? (laughs) If I move forward, am I divorced? Is that the (laughs) the, um? Well, I I think it makes sense just to move forward. I don't think this needs to be a major plot point but i think it is a good tangential reference that things are skew at home yeah is that is that the word you want to use a skew okay uh where do you want to move forward to a happy marriage um i know i i suppose um i would have taken care of the calves and i suppose i would have probably brought the car to the mechanic okay and actually, is it the same mechanic at which there is a crime scene? Hmm. Uh, we could go with that. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Is that that would be your mechanic? And so, as you putter, because that's what it's going to be. You actually had to. You put barrels of water in the back of the truck. I'll, I'll give you this part. Uh to keep the radiator going on the way to the mechanic. Cause you had to, you had to keep stopping and putting water and you arrive at, it looks like it's crawling with soldiers. And I'll at- just, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just sort of bewildered and I'll sort of slowly roll up and ask the first soldier. I see, I say private, what, What's happening here? What happened to uh, whatever the mechanics? Uh, is something going on? Sir, the, there's no civilians allowed here. Where am I supposed to get my car patched up? Uh, I'm sure there's other mechanics in town. You'll have to go into town and get your car fixed there, sir. And I said, well, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> I served myself, Sonny. Uh, uh, well, what's going on here? Anything, uh, anything I need to know about? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Unless you have current clearance, you're not allowed to be on this site. Oh, all right. So something happened, huh? That's not good. Too many things. Too many strange things happen around now. Don't you say there? I'm sorry, sir. It's all these weird things happening. You had the fire. You you got all these people down left and right, my lord. Now something happened here at my mechanic. You can't even go outside anymore. The, the dogs chasing you. Is that to do with the dogs last night? Unbelievable. Uh, if you hear the sirens, sir, it's advised <clears throat> that you head inside. Well, all right, all right. Hmm. Fair enough. Well, private, what's your name? <clears throat> I'm Private Jim Dowell, sir. All right, Jimmy. Why don't uh, why don't we uh, I guess just part ways. I'm just gonna and, make a Yui here. And and as you're as you're sitting there, right, you see, you see a guy just being railed out <laughs> in kind of a trench coat off to the side. I mean, he's just being torn into by another guy in uh, a, a suit and tie. It just leveled into you also see men coming up from a hole in the ground out, outside There's, and they're carrying and then a canisters. giant explosion 
And <laughs> as a matter of fact, oh shit, <laughs> you could your timing couldn't have been better. Thank you, Art. Uh, as you're sitting there talking to the private, there's a huge puff of dust that rises up from the ground, and the whole earth trembles a little bit, and you hear people start screaming and running. Um, <clears throat> buddy? Yes. Uh, I'll have you make a constitution <laughs> roll and we'll see how bad it was <laughs> for you. 99. Maybe a 69. And keep it just while this is happening. What's the private doing in front of the gate or in front of the, on the road? As soon as this happens, everybody starts running towards there. Uh, that is a success. Okay. <clears throat> Can we have a drum roll, please, while the keeper rolls to die? Um, do. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, he's wincing. So, he's wincing. I mean, I I could burn some luck to make it a hard success if that helps. Well, at least it's a success. Uh, so, buddy, you start fitzing, futzing, futzing, futzing with the motor, trying to get it to shut off. And uh, there's also several containers of fuel next to this motor. Yep. Mm -hmm. As you're as you're futzing with it, sparks start to erupt. Um, uh, there was no kind of obvious thing to <coughs> shut this off, and so you started pulling wires essentially, and those wires started to create sparks. And you realize the fuel tank had a chance to catch on fire. As you realize this, you made your way. You tried to back up and get out of the doorway. You made it into the doorway and everything went black. Uh, your ears start ringing. And all you see is darkness. Can you and that's like all you can hear uh you can take five points of damage ouch uh, where's my okay yikes what's that leave you with uh six okay and uh, you Is is that a major wound? Yes. Uh, thanks, Rick. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Mr. 6099 did it. Uh, as <laughs> uh, you can't see anything. Get in there. Help me. I pull out. And then you like things fade to black for you. <coughs> that voice is really hard to do. Um, you feel a lot of pain in your chest and your abdomen. And uh, it's hard to breathe. Excellent. All right, Joe, Sister B. 
So uh, go to find Joe in uh, in map room. She's finding map room for, for looking. Well, Joe for... comes barreling out of the map what? room, clutching now two books. Oh, a big one big large book. and one small, <laughs> and well possibly runs right into Sister B in the hallway. That could happen. Sister like, B go was going that way physically. Bam. <laughs> Sandwich. Boom. <laughs> okay. And and as you do, you drop your sketching journal. Oh no. And immediately scurry to immediately to grab go. It. Yeah. Uh make a luck roll on that. Ninety-one. Oh, wonderful. So what you witness, Sister B, is mm -hmm. her journal falls open to the picture. Mm -hmm. Sister B, when you look at it, <clears throat> what used to be the picture is now just like a flurry of lead strokes. There's nothing discernible. The one she drew that was so yeah, accurate. Yeah. Uh, what you see, Joe is the girl with the matted hair and the one eye and she's calling to you and she says save me save me and you need to make a sand roll oh my goodness yeah 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 did i use all my good rolls no i didn't i made it i made it i got a six uh, all right and so sister b you're watching joe just transfix just take one point of damage then joe uh mental sand yeah sanity damage yeah yeah okay uh mm -hmm. and so what you're watching sister b is joe staring at this book that's mm -hmm. just open on the floor mm -hmm. and uh joe she she just keeps save me save me so if if joe is i'm just gonna ask it might be a few different things. I know Joe might be reaching for it really fast, or if Joe's transfixed, uh, Sister to B will just, uh, you know, will reach out to just close the book to try to tr stop the transfixation, whichever seems most practical. If Joe is reaching for it, she doesn't want to impede her or stop her or anything like that. And I so am scrabbling around on the floor, but I don't know how effective it is since I'm just incredibly manic. Yeah, and she's not grabbing for it. She's like, she's basically kind of like on all fours, staring at the book, and oh, just I'm not like scrabbling around. Yeah, okay. no, no, no. Oh, you okay. would be, you would be like then, laser focused on okay. this image. Then sister B, sister B, uh, bends down and t takes book and from the corner of it, uh, just closes it, closes it, and puts her hand on top, and then looks at Joe and says, Joe, the book. Uh, you need to, you need to let it go. Be quiet for just a moment and gather yourself. You don't seem well. So, in the moment that it closes, does my transfixation break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then I would like to just scoop it up and cradle it to my chest again, mm -hmm. and I'll say, "I found Bloodstone. I found it in Richard's book, and he was interested in Bloodstone, and it matches something that's in my book." And I think we have to go. And then I have to go. And then Sister B goes, oh, because she's very, very curious and uh, she's good with maps and stuff. So she says, open, let's open the page to uh, to page where this bloodstone is. And 
So she wants to see the the atlas that was Richard's. He says, my, my brother is Atlas. He loved the maps ever since he was small. Please let me see the page for Bloodstone. Well, if I'm doing it, I'm doing it one-handed again. Okay. And so if it's okay with Joe, I, I know. Basically, Sister B is not coercing or forcing Joe into anything. Just being very, uh, yeah, I think as as long quiet. as you're not trying to open her journal, it's fine. I, I don't think yeah. she's going to care about. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm happy to show you what's in the atlas, or you can look at the atlas. I won't stop you. Okay. And I Sister mean, I I'm cognizant of the fact that Richard was your brother, and this is Richard's. Well, mm -hmm. I'm slowly coming around to the fact that Richard's your brother. <laughs> I guess I just forgot that our meeting was so. Uh, turbulent but or mm -hmm. never mind go ahead uh so so sister b just uh, opens opens to a page the south dakota with bloodstone and and i guess would see all of this stuff in the margins as well but uh, sister mm. b probably wouldn't be able to put tenders heads or tails together but just would see that this is an important place for richard and probably something in his science realm he was researching something uh you know within his studies there, perhaps. And that's why the margins were probably so full. Perhaps this is a very old, it says, perhaps this is a very old book that Richard was uh, doing uh, his his scientific research at Bloodstone. He says, perhaps there is something there that he found that helped him in understanding the world more. This is very interesting what there is written. I don't know what it says. Perhaps it's a uh, math. I don't know. Everything is connected. All of these things are connected. These symbols, and I'll point to some of the non-English things, mm -hmm. match what's in my my other my other journal, and it belonged to a man who knew Richard. And and last night in my journal, somebody wrote to me, and they wrote about a man. I don't. I don't know how it all fits together, but I think we need to go. I need to wait. go. And she goes, wait a Joe, tell me, you said someone wrote to you in your journal. So you sent a journal somewhere and someone sent it back with writing in it? I have a journal and I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have mentioned it. I don't really want to talk about it. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I it is. It is okay. It seems that uh, your this journal is very, very important to you, and uh, perhaps there are there, you know, there are uh, things happening that are not explained. And I mean, I've seen that myself in the last day since this uh, woman come, come has come to us, and I was able to see something of of your world uh, in a vision she had. And perhaps this book is. And is I still sort don't of understand that. Oh, believe me, I don't understand either. But now I know that you are in a place that has as many, many waves and many, many things and storms, and you are just trying to keep afloat. If you can agree that I don't tell you why I have the journal, I can tell you what happened with the journal last night. Oh, of course. You you have, uh, you have my word on that. I will... I will uh, keep it my promise to you. I won't. I won't ask about uh, how you got a journal, but yes, this whole. I think that's a very adolescent thing to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, we will do pinky promise, no problem. And then uh, so so a book. When you say a writing happened, and someone else was not there with you, writing in it and giving it to you. 
sometimes when I look in the journal, there's writing that wasn't there before. And last yep. night, there was writing that appeared while I was watching it. Okay. Uh, somebody's either, Joe, you need to persuade her or Sister B, you need to make some psychology on this. So, uh, well, Sister B also just wants to go, um, if you want to mix it in, she wants, she's, Joe, uh, show me, show me the page where this writing happened and occurred. I'd want, let me see what it looks like and what style. Well, uh, we'll have and to. She, so Sister B has some, some thoughts, but going to stick with it for now and and he says oh it is okay i i believe joe we are in the same boat and if, if i will trust you perhaps you trust me a little bit i won't ask you too many questions but just this one if you could show me this page i'm very curious on how writing appears on page and, and what it might look like it's it's fascinating there are things in miracles that have happened ages ago i have what learned when I was small, that these things can happen. Miracles do happen in places. Perhaps this was a small miracle. Okay, and as Sister B tries to persuade Joe on that, we're going to cut over to Sam's perspective. We're going to kind of leave that as a little cliffhanger of whether Joe shows that. And what you've seen, Sam, is this dramatic kind of puff of sand up in the air. And there seems to be a purple tinge to it as it goes up in the air. Oh, shit. And people are running around like mad now, right? Like, uh, there's been a collapse. We got it. We need help over here. You hear people screaming. And uh, the, the purple tinge isn't going to resonate much to you. Right there, I don't think there's anything there to kind of trigger you, but uh, oh yeah, no, no, there is. I've been hit with mustard gas. Um, okay, then from... then we'll retcon I... a little. Let's retcon <laughs> for a second, and I'll make you make a spot hidden. Then let's see how much of this you see. Oh, I mean, I gave myself just like I guess a sanity roll or something. I got a ninety-five. So um, I just I was giving you that. You're welcome. Fantastic. So right on the cusp, you just stand on the line and look over it, but you you don't want to get into, you don't want to jump in there with Buddy. Uh, okay, so you see sand, and uh, we won't talk about the purple then for now. You see sand, and you see a ton of commotion, right? Like kind of pounding oh, up in Jesus. the air. There's a huge if I explosion. don't All right, if I don't see the purple, which, boy, all right, now you sort of let the fucking lead there, huh? Um I mean, his reflex is he has got first aid training is uh, he would uh, run in or try to head in. I mean, he's not going to run because he's still probably pretty beaten up. Yeah, don't do this. <laughs> and, and you know, keeping his wits about him, seeing that, you know, it's a big explosion. Um, yeah. And make his way in and seeing if he can do help anybody. Yeah. OK. All right. <clears throat> so you jump out of the truck and. <sighs> You're making your way, you're running towards this uh, collapse, and out of the corner of your eye are uh, some coded figures, those suited figures who weren't in the military. They're running over as well. 
and Tor- towards the scene, right? Not away. Right, right, right. Like everybody's kind of converging, but right, those guys that you saw getting, you know, essentially it's Eddie getting chewed out by his boss. Yep. But like right there, making their way towards, and you're running towards the dust, which is billowing up in the air. And you hear a voice in your ear, and she says, Don't you want to listen to me now? Oh, God. Damn. And then we'll end the episode. Right. That was some good stuff. What is going to happen to poor Buddy? We'll find out next time. Until next time, you can join us on underthelibrary.com. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm there at Tall and Nerdy, and Michael's there at under the LIB. And don't forget, check out our other show, Up Your RPG, wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, for me, make it bold. For me, for Michael, for Rick, for Emily, for Wayne, and for the absent Scott and Chris. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. I'm here. I'm listening. Okay. I'm I'm engaged. I'm in the moment. Switch to a different bottle, baby. Come on now, you just gotta lift the top, baby. Yeah, pour another glass. Sip it on down. Squeeze a little lime and rim it on top with salt. Oh, baby, I need my margarita. I need my ricarita. It's a little mushroom bar with a special K top. And he's rimming, 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 rimming. Oh, yeah, that was fucked up. This week, we explore dangerous things of the mind. And there's a porn timeout in 90 minutes. So get ready. Hold on to your nipples. And we blast off.